This episode of Half a Star is sponsored by Big Bong. Like a regular bong, it's just a lot bigger. Hashtag Big Bong. Today on a very special episode of Half a Star, oh me, oh my, we are joined by the one and only Celia Owen. She's a terrific actor from Prince Edward Island. You can see her on CBC's Moonshine. It's a brand new show, a great drama. It's got some comedy. It's fun. It's authentic. I think you'll dig it. So check it out on CBC Gem right now. But before you watch it, listen to this awesome interview because Celia shares a heck of a lot of half a star stories. Tell them, Ben. Yeah, Celia goes way back with the both of us and we get into things before we knew her, in fact, which is kind of fun. All that and a little bit more on this episode of Half a Star, where bad ideas make great stories. He's Justin. He's Benton. Take it away, Robert. I don't listen because it's a podcast, but if you feel that you must, here they are then, Ben and Justin. Together they are half of a star. Benton, Benton, Benton. Hi. It's been, how long has it been? A week? Yeah, it's been a week since we've last done this. Yeah, exactly. We uh, Like clockwork, whether we need to or not. We always connect. We always connect over this platform that I know dozens upon dozens of listeners, they thrive, thrive on our relationship, but we need to bring other people into this relationship. I spice things up. That's a, that's an example of a sentence. As soon as it starts coming out of your mouth, you're just like, just, I wish I started that a different way. I, uh, I saw you halfway into that sentence and the light left your eyes and I was like, this is going to be special. You got to commit. Uh, so we have a, a, a whopper of a guest this week, listeners. Yes. We're really excited because this is someone that Benton and I, well, we, we know from working in the arts on Prince Edward Island around the East Coast. She's blowing up. She's making waves. Ben, you also say a nice thing. She's a lovely person, very talented. Uh, I've known her from way back in the day, slinging shows at the Guild every so often. Uh, please welcome to the show, Celia Owen. Celia, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for the nice introduction. Oh, we nailed it. We, uh, we definitely nailed it. <laughs> we, we always lay a good foundation for, uh, for our guests to land upon. And uh, very confident after that introduction. I think usually the, the, the modus operandi of our introductions is to make ourselves look awful so that our guest looks even more excellent by comparison. It just happens. Uh, now listeners we're joined by celia owen and she is one of the many talented actors involved in the latest cbc series moonshine and you can watch this on cbc if you got a tv if you're my parents you can watch it on channel 13 or you can (laughs) watch you can watch it on cbc gem it's available now the first few episodes are available and i had the pleasure of watching the first episode and lo and behold first episode who's got the first line well killing it oh thanks what'd you think of the show i dig it it's like i don't know it's got like a east coast breaking bad kind of vibe it's uh it's uh what's funky to me is um 
yeah, it's got like that kind of twee charm, but uh, I don't know. I feel this ominous kind of lurking in the background. I'm like, someone going to get shot with a potato gun. And <laughs> I know you got your fingerprints on the gun. I saw cold open <laughs> within five minutes, Celia's wielding a potato gun. And I'm like, you're making PEI proud. That's Yeah, bringing that potato stuff over to the mainland and showing them how we do it, right? Gotta yeah. do it. Gotta yeah. be done. So Celia, um, it's a it's a new show. People may not be familiar with it. Do you want to give us like the elevator pitch, the tight rundown of what people can expect? A high level yeah. concept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try my best. I'm a bit of a I can be a rambler, but I'm gonna just yeah, give her. Let's go. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Moonshine is basically about this family run campground cottage place in Nova Scotia, and it kind of just follows the family drama of a big family owning and running a place that is sort of falling apart and all the characters that exist within a big family and um the drama that exists within that and then there's some twists that like I don't want to give away but it's it's this really beautiful and funny story that I feel like so many people relate to Mm -hmm. you can see yourself in someone in the family um and just yeah I feel like everyone gets that sort of family arguing but at the end of the day everyone's got each other's back yeah right it's like the last thing you want to do that's cool yeah and I'm interested oh go ahead I was gonna say how has it been uh working on the show I understand it's been uh uh there is a second season in the works yeah we're we're uh I think I have like a week and a half left shooting the second season nice um it's it's been a dream like I feel like I almost I think I really lucked out with this kind of being my first tv mm-hmm. sh- like tv show because the everyone like the producer like the show creator Sherry Elwood is like the coolest lady and she kind of sets the tone for everyone else just to treat each other well and have this like really nice chill vibe where you feel comfortable like to ask any questions or talk about anything and she's really set this amazing tone for this family vibe and truly like I'm not bullshitting like the family like we feel like a family like everyone there's no like assholes like everyone's just awesome and I I know that doesn't always happen I feel like I got really lucky (laughs) that's awesome and speaking of, of luck and of circumstance and stuff, like I think it's a really interesting moment for both like Canadian film and TV, but also like maritime film and TV because yeah. like Shit's Creek has like opened the door so much for Canadian content right now. Yeah. And then also like the COVID thing happening, like the Maritimes has been so safe comparatively to the rest of the country. Like I mm-hmm. think there's a real moment happening. Does yeah. that feel true to you? so true like it's really exciting um I think that I mean even just this summer in Nova Scotia like there was like the Sinner filmed here which is like a Netflix series pretty big U.S. series um there's another a couple other like U.S. series and then Moonshine filming Digstown like all this stuff is like it's so exciting when stuff from the states they bring in and shoot it up here because it's just it, it's such great opportunity for like the crews out here and actors and all this stuff um 
yeah and like it's it's why wouldn't they come here it's 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 so beautiful and i think more and more people are starting to realize it's beautiful and it's cheaper for them to film here as well um it's super super exciting and like i'm obsessed with Shit's creek and i think that show really like put started started to put canadian television on the map nice. um which is like so exciting because there's a lot of good stuff um and i think it just it's funny how it it does need to be like recognized in the u.s as good sometimes before yeah. canadians will say that it's good yep is, I, i'm guilty for that too i was like i'm not yeah. paying attention to this shit's creek nonsense it's like quarter gas all over again yeah <laughs> oh the americans fun. say it's good no the american okay then fine Very i'm allowed good. to like exactly. this now okay cool yeah and i love that nova scotia's beauty uh, of the coastlines of the uh, the rural the regional areas of nova scotia are being highlighted in the canadian film industry because right now the other alternative for filming in canada is hamilton because they want cities that look like detroit but are cheaper <laughs> than detroit which is a whole lot of no fun. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've walked through the set of Umbrella Academy. Uh, yeah. I think I'm in the show now. Uh, do not have a knack for Hamilton. Yet. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's it's great. I like living in Hamilton because I've always wondered what it would be like to live in a Grand Theft Auto video game. <laughs> yeah, I've I, never had the pleasure of uh, venturing to Hamilton. Well. Once season three of Moonshine comes around and yeah. say the family. They all go to Detroit. <laughs> they gotta go yeah. to Detroit to set up an Airbnb uh, <laughs> for whatever reason. Uh, I'm one episode deep. I don't, I don't have enough of a relationship. Yeah, this is, this is Justin's pitch to the producers of the show to get a writing <laughs> job. But you tell, you tell them. You tell them what I said. Tell them film in Hamilton. They need a plucky you guy. In the background, it's, it's me. I'm all over it. Well, I uh, think they actually have filmed a couple of things in Hamilton. Now that I think of it, because I think there's like a tax credit thing. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, Everything that makes sense. Goes to Hamilton. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go down to hair and makeup after this recording. Just I'll just show up. Maybe they'll give me something if I look sad. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, we, we're super excited uh, to have you on the show here today talking about this new program on the CBC. Listeners, once again, CBC Gem is where you want to find it. Mom, Dad, if you're listening, Channel 13, the remote's probably under the couch. Uh, turn the knob, but not too hard. You might break it. So we, we know you from, uh, from way back on uh, old PEI days, Celia, uh, working in the arts Um in a, in a performance capacity, we you even came and watched uh, some of the Desert Island theater productions. Yes. Thank you, thank you oh for the gosh. support. Oh my gosh, that was that that was the first show, like the first theater production that I got to watch since like COVID happened. I remember you coming up to me afterwards, and we were both kind of like, "That was weird, right?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was it was so it was so amazing to, and it was like the perfect story to watch, like about this this couple. That, no, it really was, and it was just. It was very, I think we talked about it very like normal people asking. It was just so um, comforting to watch just mm. like a relationship unfold in a very natural and realistic way. Um, I love that kind of stuff. That's some of my favorite stuff to watch. Um, and I was just so excited for PEI that like you guys are doing stuff like that mm. because like it, just to help grow the theater community 
is like so exciting. And at the end of the day, like I like my like end goal and like dream, like I, I want to, I'm going to be living in PI in the end and like doing stuff there. Yeah. Cause that's like, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you want to do that? So I just love that. That's what you guys are doing. It's, it's like, it's so important. Excellent. Nice. I will be submitting this to the Canada Council <laughs> after we finish. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> this is recorded. <laughs> Transcribe this. Uh, yeah, no, Ben's, uh, Ben was crushing it uh, on PEI with this company. And I had the pleasure of working with him on uh, my solo show, Midnight Baby, which- And we're still working together, which is a good sign. Yeah, I think uh, I think it worked out okay. Yeah. Seems uh, like a good pair. Yeah. And uh, well, hopefully listeners keep your, your ears and your eyes open for more from Desert Island Theater Company. I don't want to say that Ben's <laughs> next project is going to be his magnum opus. <laughs> but a little, uh, little bird told me that maybe it'll be the next big thing. Well, uh, no pressure then, I guess. Adam Brazer, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, and also, I just want to give an, a plug also to if you haven't seen Midnight Baby, oh, it is so funny and so like it also just like pulled on my heartstrings in a way that was so beautiful. And I have always been like I've always thought that you were so like funny, Justin. And this show is it's so good. Thank so if you. anyone hasn't seen it, I'll say I'll I'll promote you yeah, right here. And they got it, yeah you should really check it out well what what started off as a podcast episode has turned into the best professional networking session <laughs> this is uh this is terrific so cbc pick up uh no don't don't yeah. do that um so <laughs> don't do that don't do that just put it down let it be weird on the fringe speaking of weird this whole podcast it thrives on the weird, wouldn't you say, Benton? I would agree, I think. Um, yeah, it's definitely been weird in the past. <laughs> we always have a rule with our guests. We have them come on the show. We pump their tires a little bit. Apparently. They pump our tires. It's great. It's a good tire pumping. Our cars are ready to go. Uh, but they got to pay the piper. They got to offer us a half a star story. And a half a star story lives at the heart of this podcast. Tell them about it, Ben. Yeah, so for those of you who are unfamiliar with half a star, and congratulations, you found us if you haven't listened to an episode before. It's a great one to start with. We're so happy Celia is here. But half a star ideas are essentially a celebration of stupidity. Yeah. Uh, an idea so bad that if a critic were to review it in the newspaper, if critics still even exist in newspapers, they the would newspapers give it, exist. Newspapers, who knows? <laughs> they would give the story, the idea, one half of one star, not even one out of five, half out of five. Uh, however, usually, not always, but usually these stories end up as a pretty darn good story, which is how we came up with our tagline, Justin. Bad ideas make great stories. So with that in mind, we have asked Celia to do a little bit of homework and come in guns ablazing with her own half a star story. Yeah. Celia, what have you prepared for us? Well, I'm gonna take you back to high school, Celia. Ooh. And to a story that I, I honestly don't think I've ever told. I've never told, I don't think, I've, I don't know if anyone knows this. Okay, half um, a star 
Exclusive. Yeah, yeah it's exclusive right here. Yeah. You heard it you, here first. You won't hear um, this on CBC Main Street. No, no. <laughs> so, okay. Just to give you a little kind of picture of high school Celia was, she loved to experiment with different substances. Um, she, <laughs> <laughs> she loved to skip class as well. Nice. Um, too much. But also she she still was like a good student somehow. So I, I was really living in that kind of trying to find that balance, you know? Mm-hmm. And this one particular day I was skipping class and I was going to hang out with this hot guy that was like the, the top of like the stoner. Like he was like the guy. Nice. So he, we were going to buy a new bong because you wanted a new bong. So we went to Wild Impulse. I guess I didn't go in because I, I definitely wasn't old enough. Um, and he buys this new bong. We go back to his place. And this this is not just any, this is like the biggest bong to this day that I've ever seen. It was like a science like experiment. Like it was like, I don't know. Like tubes and stuff going all over the place. Yeah, and yeah, 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 it, yeah. Was a, it was a big, uh, big bong. And- <laughs> big bong. <laughs> Hashtag big bong, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> So we, and I had smoked a lot of weed at this point in my life. I smoked a lot of joints, whatever. I, I was like, I'm cool with this, you know, but I hadn't, I hadn't smoked from a bong before. And anyone that has knows it's very different. It's very, very, very different. So we sat down and then we start ripping the bong and (laughs) I'm like coughing like crazy, of course. And anyways, it's fine. I'm trying to play it cool. Within like 60 seconds, I stand up and I faint naturally. <laughs> um, and I wake up and I'm like, my face is on the hardwood floor. He's being very sweet. Oh my gosh, are you okay? Let me get you some water, some bread. And the only thing I can think is what time is it? What time is it? It's five minutes until the the rehearsal for the high school musical that I'm in. <laughs> And when you are a theater kid, high school musical, the high school musical is everything. It's your ticket to stardom. Like, it's the most important thing in the world. It's your it ticket is. to moonshine. It's <laughs> exactly. A big deal. So I grab my sunglasses and just run to the school. Like it's, it's a close run. So I run there. I show up. I'm like a couple minutes late. We're doing Peter Pan. I'm Wendy. We're doing the scene in the nursery. And we wake up and we fly off to Neverland. So I kind of sneak in, sunglasses stay on. Nobody really questions it because I guess, like, I don't know, theater people are weird. So we can just do whatever we want. <laughs> Get in the bed and I'm just kind of like, okay, like, there's no way that this is going to go well for me. Like, there, there, I'm, I'm like, there, everything's spinning. Like, I got to sing, I got to dance. Like, there's no way this can go, this is going to go right. I close my eyes and like, hey, I must have like like 10 minutes before like I have to say anything. Maybe I can sober up in 10 minutes. Okay, I close my eyes. And the next thing I hear, okay, thanks everyone. Have a great, uh, have a great day. Have a great, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. I'm like, I sh- sit up at, in bed. I'm like, what? I look up at the clock in the cafeteria two and a half hours have gone by and I passed out in the bed and nobody noticed. (laughs) Nobody noticed. I passed out and nobody knew. 
what the fuck and i just slowly get up and i grab my stuff and i walk out of the school and i i don't know i was just like i really lucked out here and i walk downtown to meet my mom for dinner Uh. eatery and i keep my sunglasses on and my mom says celio why are your sunglasses on? Take your sunglasses off. And I say, mom, don't, do not question an artist at work because. I put in a long, hard day at rehearsal. Leave me alone. And nobody ever knew. What? So did you not have lines? Did you not? They didn't get to me. They spoke (laughs) so long on Peter's little, I don't know what Peter was doing, honestly. But they didn't get to the kids. So we literally just laid in bed for two and a half hours. <laughs> I mean, look, good work if you can get it, right? Like, was, was this like a technical rehearsal? Like, what's... I, I don't know. I wasn't really there. <laughs> <laughs> my, my thought is, did they, did you, were you called for anything? Like, did they, it's like, oh, let's do the Wendy scene. No, she's <laughs> sleeping. We'll just mark it then. And they're like, oh, okay. We won't wake her up or anything. Like <laughs> to this day, who, maybe they did, maybe they knew I would see. I don't, no one ever talked to me about it. No one ever questioned it. No one ever said a word. And all I know is I was unconscious for two and a half hours. Uh, and uh, then I walked up and out of the rehearsal and I have no idea what happened but also like you passed out like what if like something happened like I'm my mom hat's going up what if it's an emergency what if something bad was happening in your body and they just didn't know ah oh Oh, I was fine it was a little just just a little weed just a little weed just a little anyway but also, I yeah, that. I never smoked weed ever again. There you go. <laughs> we learned our lesson. That there's like so many layers of surprise in that story, and uh, the first of it, just based on what we know of you, is yeah. like the the impression I get from Celia is very put together, uh, yeah. very very pro, very like I'm ready to go. I'm showing up to work, kind of kind of energy, which is great. Uh, so it's like, yeah, I smoked a lot of weed. I'm like, okay, that's a. <laughs> Justin's like, oh, she's cool too. Then all right, <laughs> all right, cool. But there, then there's like an un, there's an actually unreal amount of stories that I have that involve like everyone having that same impression of me and no one ever knowing. Like, I I have this. It's like I had a secret life in high school. Mm. Like, it was like a secret, like cool, like experimenting like drugs like that and everyone just saw me and like was like oh my god she's so sweet like I would be skipping class like sitting in the cafeteria and the the principal would get mad at everyone else that was in there except me and be like oh how's it going like, uh, <laughs> like great just hanging out that's quite <laughs> wow okay but also when you said uh I'm in the high school musical it's Peter Pan I'm thinking oh if she can smoke weed before Peter Pan. I assume she's like, not like a background. Like maybe she's like <laughs> one of the lost boys in a mask or maybe one of the mermaids. No, you're full on Wendy. <laughs> That's a main character. The author of Peter Pan came up with the name Wendy for the show. That's like Peter Pan. It's the second main character. 
somehow I could not justify it. Like it was smarter to go to the rehearsal, not being able to speak than to just say, oh, I was sick. I couldn't make it. I mean, at least you weren't doing any flying that day. Mm. That would have been wild. That would have been fun. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you probably felt like you were. Yeah, um, I was lying off my own world. It's uh, it's interesting. Um, was Jacob Hemphill in this production? Uh, yeah, he was. He was Captain Hook. I was hanging out with Jacob. Hem- Great actor, by the way. Yeah. Listeners, check out friend Kibbe of Bank the Theater. show. Friend of the show. Um, we were <clears throat> chatting in Halifax uh, about a week ago, and for some reason, we were on the topic of Peter Pan, the music, like as an entity, and mm-hmm. we talked about like mishaps that happened in stage productions of Peter Pan, like full on fucking through the window. Like, okay, keep going. Parents paid $8 for this. (laughs) We got to keep rolling. Um, Did anything like that happen during this production of Peter Pan? You're bringing this memory to me that I completely forgot about in this moment. Okay, do we have time? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, so we're in like, we're on the stage now. So in this production, we actually flew. Like somehow the high school could afford for us to fly at the convention center. So we had a special flight director that staged all of that stuff. So it was like safe and good and everything. At the last minute, for some reason, the uh, the director of the show decided to change the blocking in, in the scene before we fly. So there was, it was very specifically staged so that, you know, the wires don't get crossed and everything's good, but he changed the blocking and didn't really take that into consideration. So it's a matinee school performance. <clears throat> We're in the scene where this scene that I just spoke of that I was asleep in. And <clears throat> Peter comes in, we do our thing. We're all getting ready to fly. We go up. Our wires are all tangled up. <laughs> I go up into the air uh. and the guy who's playing Michael, literally his crotch is in my face like it's basically stuck to my face and we are all tangled up in the air and then peter's wire was like tangled in some and the girl who was peter was being kind of flung around the stage like it was truly like the peter pan fiasco if you haven't <laughs> looked that up on youtube look it up we were all like it was just mayhem in the air and we, and and there was no way to get out of it until the, the stage and slowly lowered us down amidst the laughter of young children. Oh, and God. we were just like standing there and I'm pretty sure we just like, they came on stage and unhooked us and we just walked off. And I was, I was in the moment devastated. Yeah, yeah. But it was probably one of the funniest things to watch. I have this like image of this like rat king of teenagers just like clumped together, <laughs> slowly getting lowered out of the main stage of the Confederation Center. So good. Uh, yeah. That... Oh, I'm so glad you reminded me of that. Good God. <laughs> Listeners, if anyone listening uh, is a high school drama teacher or should grow up to be a high school drama teacher. Should you, should your merry little mind wander into the pages of Peter Pan, perhaps reconsider, uh, having, having an actual flight on stage because do you really want to literally have young people's lives hanging in the balance at the hands of some other snot nosed teen working a fly? Do you really want that? 
and it'll live a little forever on YouTube. Uh, are do you know yeah. if there's clips of it online? I don't think there is, but like if there is a clip from a, a different production yes. on YouTube that is very well kind of known amongst the theater community. I think it's called Peter Pan Fiasco. I think that's what it's called. I've seen and it, a few. It, it might be the was, one. It was pretty much like that, other than the whole set falling down. <laughs> that's, that, God, that's funny. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, were you ever in Peter Pan, Ben? Uh, I was. So I did theater camp at Neptune Theater when I was a kid over the summer. And we did Peter Pan one year. That was it, I was um, one of the twin Lost Boys. <laughs> yeah you did uh you did wizard of oz though didn't you in, uh... i did i did uh i did fiddler on the roof in grade 10 uh <laughs> oliver in grade 11 and then wizard of oz in grade 12 it was a wild time how did you yeah. get to do three uh well because i was I, I went to school in nova scotia uh, you came um, from money i uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah and so basically like we our, our high school was very into the arts. Like our band and choir were thought of as like sports teams, basically. Yes. It was really cool. And uh, so, yeah, we, we had three, uh, we would do like a major musical every year. And amazing. so, yeah, like like high schoolers doing Fiddler on the Roof is like looking back on it now, like 12 years ago, it's like the funniest shit I could possibly imagine. <laughs> it's just a bunch of like 16 year olds in fake beards, like. <laughs> Deedle diddle, deedle diddle. That's what you want. Every team, yeah, they want to. This is definitely the same as varsity football. A yeah. bunch of Yiddish teenagers <laughs> yodeling on stage. Hey, baby, <laughs> if I were a rich man. <laughs> oh my God. And was like the music. So was it considered like cool to be like in those kind of stuff at your school? Because it yeah. wasn't at my school. Yeah, I think like, I mean, I don't really know. I. I think it was definitely still considered cooler to be like a rugby player than it was to be the lead in the musical. <laughs> but like amongst the people I was traveling with, it was pretty darn cool to be in the musical. So um, I can't, I can't really answer that question yeah. objectively, but like, I guess what I was trying to say was uh, I was hot shit in high school. Um, I won't say that I peaked. But... I was going to say Ben <laughs> peaked in high school. That was, uh, <laughs> that's where my mind was going too. Yeah. Um, so Ben went to high school in Nova Scotia. Uh, where where on PEI did you go to school, uh, Celia? Were you... I went I went to the Gray. The Gray. Uh, yeah, I'm exposing Gray. like good. So many people right now. Um, yeah. So we did a musical in grade ten and and twelve. And right, I because you, out, you, you you alternate you alternated with the rural, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I I actually was supposed to go to the rural, and I literally chose to go to the Gray because of the musical, like an absolute nerd. Perfect and stuff. in grade 10, we did Pinocchio and okay. I was Pinocchio and oh. it was like, I remember my, I told my mom, like, I'm, I can't do it. I can't do it. Like I, this is, you're in grade 10. It's like, you're asking to be made fun of. Like you're asking to mm. be, you are not going to be cool if you play Pinocchio. <laughs> and my mom was like, Celia, you are not, not doing it because you're worried about being made fun of and sure enough i was made fun of but <laughs> i was Pinocchio. <laughs> well and how many how many of those people that made fun of you are on moonshine right now is my question none of them yeah. exactly uh I have, a, I have a question about pinocchio how high were you on the set of <laughs> how much mdma did you pop uh for this show it's already a pretty druggy show like you know what yeah 
between Peter actually, Pan and Pinocchio, they're pretty druggy. Yeah. I mean, it's not I mean, Alice in Wonderland or anything, but yeah. 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 I did get like a, a weird rash on my face from wearing the nose. <laughs> and I had to like hide from school for like a week. I was so embarrassed. That's Aww. funny. Yeah. Oh, high Man. school musicals. I think uh, yeah. the only thing more embarrassing than being in a production of Peter Pan Gone Wrong is being 17 and being in a production of Raggedy Ann and Andy and having it go right. Uh, <laughs> to have like somebody go to the show and be like, wow, that production of Raggedy Ann and Andy was a good. Yeah. Yes, you do that? Yeah, I was Andy. Uh, I fucking 17, I signed up for drama class to meet girls. Uh, <laughs> And I was bad at girls, but good at drama, apparently. Uh, and they they cast me as Andy because they thought I was the silliest and most committed to the work, <laughs> which is like such a backhanded compliment. Uh, but also uh, like basically your reviews to this day. Yeah. Very silly and committed to the work. It's consistent. I've, uh, <laughs> those two things have been part of me for a long time. I will say... In my experience, in my first play, uh, I got to kiss a girl for the first time, and uh, it wasn't yes, Anne. Yes, we can. Yeah. Yes, we can. Wow. I in high school. In high school, seventeen, uh, got to got to kiss. Uh, it was, it, I think, on break in rehearsal, and uh, <laughs> yeah, like a girl was chatting with me who I really liked. And then we kissed and I was still in costume. Which even so, so somewhere out there, she's got a story where she's like, I kissed a, I kissed a doll. I kissed a man clown. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's so good. I'm actually blushing telling that. That's uh, uh, it's very embarrassing. Uh, but uh, that's, that's theater. Isn't it? <laughs> sometimes you do, sometimes you got to do drugs and fall asleep as Wendy, get a little tangled in the wires. Sometimes you gotta be 16 and, and, and Jewish. And sometimes you just gotta dress like a doll and kiss kiss a pretty lady. And, and if that's not a metaphor for life, I don't know what it is, you know? Um, you see, this is why I love this program. We get people who are doing good, important stuff and then they get to open their emotional junk drawer and dump out all the stuff you won't see on main street cbc or uh, no what are other radio shows ben island morning island morning <laughs> q uh, q well uh <laughs> on that note <laughs> uh is there anything else uh, you'd like to share with us celia about about moonshine any any other pitches for the show um other i can pitch my character and she's she's like a cooler version of high school me and she does <laughs> a lot of crazy stuff nice so nice You'll, you, it's worth checking out just to see what crazier things than Celia this character Eleanor does. Awesome. Yes. Moonshine is on CBC Gem. It's also on regular CBC, which I'm led to believe is Channel 13 in New Perth. Yeah. If uh, if you get the the wires right, if the the bunny ears are uh, are coordinated properly, uh, I think Mom and Dad have Star Choice now. So oh, they're, good. They're good. good. Um, yeah, so take a peek at it. Uh, episodes are currently airing, so make sure to check it out. Celia, thank you so much for stopping by. This has been an absolutely uh, hilarious trip down memory lane for all three of us, I think. It's been fun. 
It's been absolutely Thank lovely. Thank you, guys. If I were a rich man, idle deedle, 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 dum. You look. I more, would like to. You, you what? I was gonna say you look more now like you could be in well, so, Fiddler on the Roof. So here's the thing about that, Justin. I was the only person of the male <laughs> persuasion in Fiddler on the Roof that didn't have a beard in that <laughs> entire show. Now you've got beard for everybody. Now it's like I can't get rid of this beard. Why would you? you never I don't know. know. Never know when they're going to call back and say, Ben, the lead smoked too much weed before the show. Uh, we got to get you. We got to get, get you on. Reprise your role. That's true. I, I think I would do great as Celia's understudy personally. Yes. Anyway, that just about does it for another episode of Half a Star. On behalf of Justin Shaw and Celia Owen, I want to thank you all for listening. We will be back again with another episode chock full of bad ideas for you next week. But until then, be kind to yourselves, be kind to others, get the vaccine, go to the park, get some exercise. Black lives matter, trans lives matter, every child matters be a good person. We'll see you next week. Bye.